You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a hella busy week full of planetary transits. We've got a lot going on here this week. Mars is finally going direct, so that's amazing. Jupiter is making its final conjunction with Pluto. We have Mercury going forward in Scorpio, so there's a lot of transformative energy going on, along with some mixed bag energy and along with some lovely energy that's going on as well. So it's going to be a week that's going to be interesting. It is definitely going to be a week that's colorful, but it wouldn't be 2020 if things weren't a little bit wild and colorful. So... Looking at some of these vibes on the graph, there is a ton of romantic energy in the beginning of the week. This is because we have an opposition going on with Venus and Mars, the cosmic lovers. So there's definitely going to be a lot of relationship stuff that's going to be coming up. There's going to be a lot of relationship stuff coming up through this week, too, with a lot of things going on, a lot of transits going on with Venus anyway. So this is going to up the ante when it comes down to flirty energy, when it comes down to just magnetism, when it comes down to attracting people. This is definitely going to be it through this week. There is some mental energy in the air. There is a lot of contemplation in the air about where you're going and headed with your relationships and where you're going and headed with your personal life, where you're going and headed with your career, any goals you have, just something that at this point needs to change. And this is going to be a week where you're going to feel like you're starting to slowly have more of the information that you need to make those next steps, which is always a good thing. And as we get to the end of the week, there is a bit of mixed bag energy. There is some social energy, which is always great. There's more romantic energy. There is good luck energy going on from one of the transits. And there is some visionary energy. Some of that's popping up in the beginning of the week and some of it is popping up at the end of the week. When that energy comes up, a lot of it has to deal with Neptune transits. A lot of it has to deal with just psychic abilities or intuition or feeling as though you're having intuitive downloads or just moments of just you know, psychic dreams, um, prophetic dreams and things like that. So there may be some of that going on this week. And I mean, especially with that big major conjunction going on, Jupiter and Pluto, I would not be surprised if there's a lot of psychic energy in the air because sometimes that transit does bring that up, especially with some of the Jupiter energy, even with it being in Capricorn, there is a, there's a bit of spirituality to this. So this is going to be an interesting week. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. On the 9th, Venus is going to make an opposition with Mars. So with this, it brings in a romantic vibe to the air. So even with it being an opposition and even with some of the edgy energy that comes from this, on a relationship level, if you're in a balanced situation, if you're in a balanced relationship, this is going to be one of those times where you and that partner are going to connect. This is going to be one of those times where you and that partner have extra passion. If there's been any tension building up or you guys did get into it with some of the transits that were going on a couple of days ago, this is going to be a time where you guys are definitely having a lot of makeup sex. This is a makeup sex sort of energy. So this can be a fun energy if used the right way. This could be an over-the-top romantically energy if you use it the right way. And over-the-top romantically is not always a bad thing. It absolutely can become a bad thing. It can can become a toxic thing. But with this, if you're using this in the most balanced way possible, because oppositions are about blending those energies and balancing those energies, then this is going to work in your favor. If you're in unfavorable situations and toxic situations, this is going to be a time where things are going to get hairy. This is going to be a time where things are going to get difficult. If there have been issues in your relationship that need to be addressed, this is most certainly going to come up. 
if you've been having issues when it comes down to power struggles, if you've been having issues when it comes down to someone just being manipulative or trying to control you, or there's a cheater vibe from the person that you're dealing with, then a lot of this stuff is going to come up so it can be dealt with. This brings up also situations where there's no balance in the relationships too. And we are dealing with Venus in its home sign of Libra and Mars in its home sign of Aries. So this is going to bring in some extra strength. This brings in the Aries Libra polarity where you deal with situations of the self versus one-on-one -on -one relationships. In other words, if there have been situations where you might have been unfair in relationships and you've been selfish and you've been kind of a hypocrite, then this is going to come up because there needs to be balance and you need to put your energy back into your relationship. You need to put your energy back into your partner's needs because a relationship takes two. On the flip side of this, with this polarity, there could be situations where you're giving too much in a relationship. You cannot tell the other person from yourself. You're so melded in the relationship. There's codependency and you're needing to take a moment and be an independent soul. And not saying you have to break out of this relationship, but there could be a situation where you're needing to just learn how to be your own person when you're in a relationship and not be so melded with another person's identity. So use this as your opportunity to resolve those issues. And on that same day, the sun is going to make a trine with Neptune. So this is pleasant energy. This is very easygoing energy. This is the type of energy that could have you feeling extra sensory. In other words, your senses could be more in tune than normal. So you may be picking up certain things like your gut instinct may be on fire today. You could be experiencing prophetic psychic dreams or intuitive downloads. Just more or less just feeling more connected with your spiritual side and being able to make sense of things on a higher level, make sense of things on a spiritual level. This is also amazing for getting in touch with your emotions and clearing out any type of toxic energy that may be in your environment. So it's pretty high vibey energy. It's also good for connections with people, spiritual connections with people, platonic connections, love connections, even with Mars opposing Venus. That could definitely be a little bit weird with this energy, but for the most part, this is a great energy. It's it's a high level energy, so use it to your advantage and soak this up. The next day on the 10th, Mercury is finally going forward in Scorpio. Mercury went direct on the 3rd, and Mercury, when it went direct, it was at 25 Libra, and so now we're in Scorpio energy, so we'll be dealing with the Scorpionic portion of this direct period, this direct retrograde motion. So themes since the 27th of September will be popping up when Mercury first went into Scorpio while it was in shadow retrograde. So this is going to bring up areas where we need to look at our old patterns and start breaking those. We need to look at the way we cope with things, past emotional disappointment, deep-rooted issues, how we react to situations, and just overall healing ourselves, healing our emotional body from circumstances and situations that have been intense and given us no sort of relief. So this is going to be your opportunity to work on those things. This is going to be your opportunity to work on some of your relationships that are super intense. This is going to give you opportunity to work on any petty feelings or jealousy as well in relationships or any areas where there might have been some sort of power struggles in relationships. So this is all going to be coming up through these next bunch of days. 
from about now to the 19th of November when Mercury finally goes out of shadow because Mercury gets out of shadow on the 19th and gets to 11 Scorpio. But at least this time around, you're doing this with more clarity. You know what's going on. You have all the information you need. And now it's just a matter of going forward with that information. On the 11th, Venus is making a quincunx with Neptune. So on a higher vibration, this is amazing energy for getting in touch with your artsy side. This is amazing energy for just immersing yourself in culture, music, poetry, things like that. Just really diving deep into those types of classy things because it would be fun. It's the healthy way to channel this energy because this is a lose yourself sort of energy. And if you're going to lose yourself when it comes down to Venus and Neptune and hard aspects, it might as well be something positive like that because this can become an off the rails energy if you're not putting your energy into the right places. In other words, this is one of those things where you could get yourself in a situation where you're overindulging and you're overindulging on stimulants, alcohol, drugs, things like that. You're kind of wasteful, meaning when it comes down to money, you may be more frivolous and you want to go spend, spend, spend and lose yourself in a shopping spree, which there's nothing wrong with having a shopping spree, but if you know, it, there's always an unhealthy side to that. And if you're not, if you don't have the means for it, number one, not a good idea. And also too, there can be situations where you're buying shit you just don't need. And so you just kind of don't want to be stuck with that stuff once this transit passes and you kind of feel like you wasted your money on something. And this is kind of like, not like wasting your money on something that's $5. This is kind of like wasting your money on something that costs a lot. So you really want to be careful with that. And you want to be as realistic as possible when it comes down to your romantic relationships. Obviously, you want to be realistic when it comes down to your relationship with money as well, career, things like that. Because this is the type of transit where those things do come up if they don't get addressed. And this is the type of transit, if it's not channeled correctly, like I was saying before, then, you know, you end up getting lost in the wrong things. The next day on the 12th, Jupiter is making its final conjunction with Pluto for this year of 2020. We will not have another one for 13 years. This is a 13 year cycle. So this is super rare and it's very important. All conjunctions and aspects are important, but those ones that don't come along very often, they are the most impactful on us because they don't come very often. So when we feel them, we really feel them. They really pack a punch. And we won't have another one of these for 13 years. We won't have another one of these until Je February 4th of 2033 is the next time we'll have another one of these. So this is your last opportunity for a long time to capitalize on this energy. This is all about using your power in a balanced way because when Jupiter and Pluto come together, this is all about understanding how we can use our power to help ourselves, understanding how we can use our power to help others. And of course, using your power in the most appropriate way possible because if you haven't noticed this year, that has been a big topic. That has been a thing that's happened a bunch of times through this year where we looked at situations where people were abusing their power and weren't using it for the greater good of their fellow man. It's been a huge crisis. It's been a huge theme this year. I mean, and we've had, this is our third contact. We've had two contacts where this stuff got really inflated. So even looking back on the dates, our first period of getting this conjunction was April 4th. And then we had another one on June 30th. And this is our final one. So we should have more clarity on how it is that we need to use our power in a balanced way. And with this third round coming up, we're going to do this with more clarity as we do when we always get the third contact with any sort of transit or more so the final contact.
So you're going to see themes popping up around some of these areas that I mentioned, but this time it'll come with more clarity, meaning basically you're going to be seeing situations where, again, justice is served in situations where there's been unfairness. Anything secretive that's been going on gets exposed because Pluto has a way to unearth things. And with Jupiter right there, that definitely expands upon it and blows it up more. You're going to see things on the financial level and some may be decent, some may be stressful. You know, this is one of those transits where luck can come from it, but there can also be certain circumstances where you may need to dial back, scale back, or you may see some sort of financial resolution when it comes down to what we're doing as a collective. But either way, there are financial adjustments that go on during these types of transits. And some of them are great. Some of them are windfalls. Some of them can be stressful. So hopefully you guys are feeling the more luckier aspects of this. This is one of those things too, because of the Capricorn energy that both these planets are in, a lot of that luck comes from hard work. This is a great transit for finally walking into your purpose in life. So that can help you on a financial level as well. Good deeds also get rewarded with this sort of transit as well. So if you do good, if you do the right thing, this is the type of transit that just rewards you. If you're doing the wrong thing, it is very karmic. So you end up paying the price. It's karmic either way. Karma goes both ways. So this is one of those things where if you're doing the right thing, you could get rewarded. If you've been doing the wrong thing, it, you may be feeling the consequences of this. Also good for spirituality and going to new heights when it comes down to your spiritual practices and such. And like I was saying earlier with the intuition, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with some of the stuff that was going, going on with the visionary and inspired and inspired energy. I wouldn't be surprised if this plays a bit of a role when it comes down to being highly psychic this week and extrasensory this week, because it does bring in downloads from higher realms, intuitive downloads. So yeah, this is a powerful transit. It packs quite a punch. And, you know, packing a punch isn't always a bad thing. It's not always an uncomfortable thing. It can get uncomfortable if you're on the on the wrong side of this transit. But if you're doing what you need to, this is the type of transit where you can get rewarded. So that's great. And it is making aspects. It is making some karmic aspects on top of that. There is a sextile that's going on from Pluto and Jupiter to the sun. And the north node is at the apex point. So we have a yod forming with this. This yacht is going to be felt from the 9th to the 14th, and it will feel like extra pressure is being put on stepping into your true path. We are going to be feeling the need to get the truth out of situations where we haven't had the truth, and there are certain hidden elements that might get exposed during this time, too, in a, in a, in a very karmic sort of way. So this is going to be an intense energy. This is going to be a strong energy. Use it to your advantage. Use it to step into the path that you want to for your life, and again, Use this to get in touch with your personal power and do it in a balanced way. On the 13th, Mars is going direct. Mars has been in Aries for forever at this point. Mars has been in Aries since the end of June and went into shadow around the 25th of July. So we have been feeling these vibes for quite some time here. Mars then went retrograde on the 9th of September and so... Again, we've been dealing with this Mars and Aries vibe for a while, and we've been dealing with these retrograde vibes for quite some time. It's been four months of all of this. So think back to whatever was going on with you around the 25th of July involving Mars themes, involving Aries themes. In other words, what are the areas in your life where you had to start standing up for yourself? 
Where have you had to assert yourself more when it comes to others? Where have you had to learn how to be an individual and look out for yourself more and practice selfhood? In other words, learning how to be the kind of person that looks out for themselves instead of always constantly looking out for others. There is nothing wrong with looking out for others that has to happen in your life, but there needs to be a balance. So if there's been no balance, a Mars retrograde will fix that balance so that you're forced to look at what you need to fix, forced to assert yourself in areas where you didn't assert yourself, and releasing yourself from any type of codependency. On the flip side of this, if you've been aggressive, if you've been selfish, if you've been not thinking about anyone but yourself and your own needs, whatever that may be, then this is the type of retrograde that will take the wind out of your sails and sit you down so that way you can work on those areas and become a less aggressive person, less pushy, less selfish. Another thing with this retrograde too is, Mars is what how we go after what we want. Mars is basically our motivational coach that makes us go out there and get them and grab life by the balls. And if you've been more in the passenger seat of your life and you haven't been taking any type of action or going after what you want, this is gonna be the retrograde where you're forced to look at how you can go ahead and take that action, how you can be in the driver's seat of your life, how you can start working on those things and going after whatever it is that you desire. Or if it's been situations where you have been going after something and right now you need to take a break and reevaluate it, this is gonna be the type of retrograde that actually slows you down so that way you can actually really think things through about what you want. So it can make you feel less energetic, it can make you feel less motivated, it can make you not really be as focused as you would like because Mars energy is single-minded, focused energy. And so now that we're on this portion of the retrograde or the ending of the retrograde, you should slowly start seeing that movement is coming and that you have more clarity at this point to go forward on whatever it is that you were going after. It also brings up old desires that you put on the back burner, any projects, any goals, anything that you've really just wanted for yourself. It brings that back up so you can take a second or third look and look at hey, can I make this happen in my life? Can I cause this? Is it possible for me to have this dream job or career or place to live and things like that? So stuff like that'll come up too. And again, other Aries themes that pop up with this too can be immaturity. It can be a lack of patience where you're having to fix those things. It brings up impulsive issues that need to be fixed as well as anger issues that need to be resolved. It can bring up issues with sexual desire as well. So this is one of those things where if you've been dealing with these themes during the retrograde, now this is coming full circle since it's gone direct, and you should have more clarity and understanding on how you need to go about these things. Just because this planet is direct now doesn't mean that the green light's suddenly gonna come on. It takes a while. Mars is still right now in the sky, so it has a lot of strength. So now that it's stopped, it still kind of needs to wake up and do its thing because when planets are in retrograde, they're kind of not in their natural state. So it's gonna take Mars a little bit of time to get back to that point. But for the meantime, we're gonna be in the shadow period for a bit. We won't be out of shadow until December 20th, which is interesting. And I say interesting because we have another major conjunction that follows that, and that'll be the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. But I will talk about that more when we get to that point. But yeah, this is gonna definitely pack a punch. Um, again, when planets are still, they have a lot of strength. So, you know, you won't be going forward as fast, but you will definitely start seeing more of these themes popping up in a powerful way. And hopefully you found a resolution to all these Mars themes. 
Mars won't be going retrograde again until 2022. And so we won't have to deal with any Mars retrograde stuff for a bit of time, luckily. That same day, Mercury's making a sesquiquadrate with Neptune. So with this and the Mars retrograde and all of this hefty energy we have going on, you definitely want to take your time when it comes down to doing important things, when it comes down to important tasks, when it comes down to writing or signing documents and things like that. And I'm not saying please don't sign documents because of this. Still live your life and do what you have to do. Just take your time when it comes down to things because this is one of those things where you can end up in a bad deal with the Neptune energy there is a possibility of deception. There is a possibility of self-deception with this sort of vibe too. So you want to be careful with that. Also energetically, you may feel receptive to other people's energies. And so you kind of want to be careful, careful with that with something like this because you can be kind of a sponge and pick up some lower vibes that you're not interested in having. And so you want to make sure that you're keeping, you're setting healthy boundaries with people so that where you're not getting all their cooties and stuff. But try to regulate yourself when you feel this energy because it can cause you to feel a little bit more foggier than normal and not in touch with things. I'm hoping that the Jupiter-Pluto stuff pushes that through and so that way you're not feeling it as much. And even with Mars going direct, you may feel a little bit more focused. So I'm hoping that it takes the edge off of this particular energy. The next day, the sun is going to make a sextile with Jupiter and Pluto. So this is amazing energy. This is amazing energy because it is going to make you more focused. And so this is where I was saying, going back to that Neptune, Mercury aspect, there's a tinge in the air where you may not feel as focused, but with Pluto in the mix and Jupiter in the mix, and they're making this fabulous aspect with the sun, your focused energy will be more on point. With Pluto, this is going to be all about channeling the things that haven't been working out for you and turning them into something great. This is going to be all about transforming unfortunate circumstances into your favor and achieving something that seemed like it was impossible. With the Jupiter energy, this is going to bring in some extra luck too. So this is really going to help out in terms of just giving you opportunities, options, putting you in more fortunate circumstances with other people and the people you meet because this is a very social energy. So, and especially with it aligned with Pluto too, this could bring this can bring in important people into your life. This can bring in people who have clout or someone that can actually get you that job or get you in with a company that's hard to get in with or just any type of favor. So this is amazing energy. It's great social energy. It is jovial energy. It, it brings in an abundance when it comes down to just good stuff. So this is one of those situations where you want Jupiter to inflate things because this inflates things in a good way. And then that next day, Venus is making a square with Jupiter and Pluto. So this is mixed baggy because Venus and Jupiter, when they get together, even in a hard aspect, they're not the worst. If anything, you mostly go overboard. Um, Sometimes overboard is not the worst thing. Sometimes it is. And so you just want to be aware of how much you're drinking, how much you're eating, things like that. Just being overindulgent in just any type of thing that you're passionate about. So you want to be as healthy as you possibly can when it comes down to this. With the Pluto stuff, it is going to bring up situations and relationships. And relationships are a huge theme this week. When it comes down to those relationships that are unhealthy and that are toxic and there's jealousy and control and manipulative tactics and covert bullshit. This is going to bring up those things so that way you can fix them. Luckily, there's some easy aspects in the air, but there's also this stuff that's popping up and it's popping up so you can fix these things. 
while making important choices to transform your world, transform your life, get out of these bad toxic situations when it comes down to relationships and finances and money and things like that. And, you know, really help yourselves get to the next level. And if this isn't a week about getting to the next level karmically with these planetary alignments, I don't know what is. It is definitely a wake up call sort of week to like step into your purpose and use your power in a balanced way. So really step into those energies if you can. And it's time to let go of the bullshit that bogs you down and to walk into your true purpose. So I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.